Hello, George. Hello. How are you? Good. So George is what I call a nameless millionaire because he sold his house a few months ago and he's currently living a really interesting lifestyle because he doesn't have a house. He's traveling with his wife and just enjoying life. So uh, before we go to this story, can you just you know present yourself to uh, the people that are in this video right now? So who are you? What is your business? Okay, uh, my name is George Shepard. I have run several businesses. Like most entrepreneurs, uh, we see opportunity everywhere. So one of the uh, decisions I made early on was not to let any opportunity slip through my fingers. This is a, a very bad decision to make because one opportunity, when you know how to market, you actually experience success. Mm -hmm. So trying to run several successful businesses puts a lot of weight on your shoulders. Yes. So it caused me at one point to realize that I'm working more than an average hourly employee, although I had lots of businesses running. It was stuff that I enjoyed doing. Because I enjoyed doing it so much, it never really seemed like it was a problem. Only after a period of time, which was seven years of doing this, wow. my wife said, this has to stop. You know, We need to, to spend time together. And I realized that why I got into this business was not because you know, I wanted to work so many hours. I wanted to actually not work so many hours. I wanted to have more freedom. Interesting. So in that realization, I said, you know, I have to do something that's radically different. Uh, I have to basically follow the principles that I was originally brought to this business from and thought about, which was work two, three hours a day, maybe, at the most. How can I make that happen? And I realized that that's never going to happen unless you make a serious shift and a serious change. Um, so you had this internet business that was working yes. great. You made like good amount of money, but you were working like 12 hours a day? Sometimes 15. Oh my God, and seven days a week? Almost seven days. Almost, all right. So what was your business? Um, well, I had domain names, so I'd make money off PPC revenue. Yes. I've, I've done uh, magazines, so I had a lot of physical products, mm -hmm. email marketing, courses. So I would just wow. one product would lead to another, yeah. and I would be working on all these businesses all at the same time. And I had a staff. But I still had to kind of micromanage things to make sure that things were done the right way or the way that I wanted them to be done. So, and I didn't rely on my team enough at that point. Mm -hmm. So it was a, a shift in consciousness of I need to rely on people more mm -hmm. and actually find the right people on my team to take that to the next level. Not necessarily replicating myself in its entirety, but replicating portions of myself and bringing in team members just to do those portions of things. Because that's what I really wanted to do. All right. Okay, so you have these realizations that you are working too much. Mm -hmm. And it's not what you wanted at the beginning. So you decided to do something that will would make a big change. Mm -hmm. what, what was that? That was putting everything in storage. Yes. Selling the, the place that I had and living on the road. So if I can, selling your house. Well, basically, I was renting at the time. Yes. So it wasn't oh, too okay. big of a transition. Right. Yes. But the still, the, the issue was... Putting stuff in storage doesn't give you much of a safety net. There's no nest, there's no home mm -hmm. to go back to. So it's you're on your own. It's kind of like flying in the trapeze without a safety net. You have to really trust in yourself. And online business can allow you to do that, but you have to have that confidence inside to know that you can make this happen. And you have to do it. And you just have to do it. That's the key. How do you learn how to swim? No one can teach you how to swim. You have to get in the pool because you don't know how buoyancy is and how how it is to be able to control yourself and know that you know, you're relying on yourself to swim, you're not relying on someone else to keep you floating. So I had to get in the water, you know, and get into water that was so deep that I was forced to swim, sink or swim at that point. All right, so yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, you, you had this online business that was doing well. You, I mean, since seven years, you had this possibility of working less if you wanted to. But you were like, uh, I think, uh, you know, um, in this period, 
you always wanted more you wanted i don't know more security mm -hmm. more money more traffic more things mm -hmm. how did you stop this addiction to that that's a good question yeah i think only when the time comes when you realize that you can't continue mm -hmm. like that any longer there is a fundamental shift in the way that you have to view life otherwise you'll burn yourself out completely and i realized at that point when i was at the I wasn't at the lowest mm -hmm. point, but I realized that I wasn't doing the thing that I was telling everyone was possible. Yes. You know, so with that being said, I felt almost like a fraud in a way. Because mm. I was telling everyone, internet lifestyle is great, you can have a business and run it everywhere. But my wife always came to me and said, we can't run this business everywhere because you work 15 hours a day. <laughs> what are we going to do? You know, there's no vacations, there's no travel. And I said, you know, that's right. it's important. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> so I said, I have to do this the way I have to do it. So I just pushed everything aside. I think one of the key focuses I found, mm -hmm. uh, which you helped me make this realization, yeah, I had to fill my time, if I'm going to do this the right way, the other time, the excess time that I'm supposed to be having fun with activities. Because I found that the 15 hours a day work came from not having something to do. I was exactly. always looking for more stuff that, to fill that time with. And you were I don't filling like, the void, like Tim yes. Ferriss says. Yeah. Yes, and I couldn't watch TV for... 10 hours a day and then work for a few hours a day just that's not in my style sure so I had to find things like uh, going out and experiencing new restaurants traveling to uh, destinations going hiking uh, doing things that are a little bit crazy like skydiving or uh, paragliding those types of things hang gliding so I started filling my experiences or having experiences with these new adventures and it became a very easy lifestyle something that I've started to become accustomed to mm. now going back to working 15 hours a day now feels very foreign because I tried it once or twice during a launch situation where I had to you know, work for like eight hours or something. And at the end of six hours, I was totally exhausted. I was like, <laughs> this is horrible. How could I do this? How could I do this? And that's what I was thinking. I did twice as much. Wow. Um, so it's that shift mm. that really made me say, you know, this is something that I think every entrepreneur goes through in their life. Just we realize that there's so much opportunity and there's a serious... Um, I don't know how you would say that there's a serious challenge of how do we manage ourselves. I think mm -hmm. someone in our uh, group said at one point, you have to protect yourself from your own, or protect your business from yourself yeah. sometimes. And it's very true. It is. Uh, it's very interesting because, yeah, you had this realization, it was overwhelming for you. So it was like a life or death decision, right? Mm -hmm. If you really wanted to live and keep your wife, perhaps, <laughs> you had to make this big shift. And then, so you needed the, the big realization, the big motivation, and then it's just a matter of habits, right? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, you become, um, I mean, addicted to work and it becomes an habit and it's just because you don't have anything else to do. So when you have free time, what do you do? You work because work. it's your habit. It just, you don't ever think about that. You just open your computer and you're walking. I mean, walking, it's not very, usually it's not very important task, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you work for work's sake. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you, so it is one of the key, if you have an online business that is doing great, you already have the possibility to have an awesome lifestyle, a four-work work week style lifestyle. But it's not because you have the possibility that you, you will do it. Mm -hmm. You have to do it, right? You have to. It's the same, we have the body, uh, the possibility to, to learn how to swim, but to do that, we, you have actually to go to the swimming pool, mm -hmm. like you said. So it's interesting. I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs, are, I think, have the possibilities of the possibility of uh, having a such awesome lifestyle 
they can do it, but they will never do it mm -hmm. because it's just a bad habit. It's like smoking, you know, and you know it's, it's bad for you, but, but you, you can help. Yeah, exactly. And at, at one point, you have to decide what is really important for you in your life mm -hmm. and try it. So for you, uh, it was first you started uh, on your personal life, leaving your house before, I mean, you, you wanted to uh, create occupation for you, activities for you. And it's what helped you to really remove yourself more from the company, right? Mm -hmm. It was not, you didn't begin by the, with the company by creating your free time first. You creating, you created, sorry, activities before. Right. It's important because most people think, first I have to create free time in my life, but it's not the case. Mm -hmm. They have to create activities first. Yes. And the work time will be lower, like naturally, mm -hmm. right? Because you just replace yeah. the work time with the activity. One of the things that helped us make that happen was uh, there's a couple sites out there called like Living Social, Groupon, where you can buy things at a discount, but they're activities you pay in advance. Yeah. So my wife went out on this shopping spree and started buying all these activities for us to do and paying in advance. Oh, and we great. had to use those activities by a certain date oh, wow. or we would lose those. Mm. So, I mean, literally there was, we would buy an activity you know, in Maine for example, Maine, uh, United States, mm -hmm. and then we'd buy something out in California, and then we'd buy this other experience. Right, so, it so it forced us to go travel. Great. You know, so it's kind of like stepping forward and making that commitment mm. to do it. And it's not just saying, yes, I will do this. It's actually, you have to put something out into the universe. And for us, it was paying for that experience. And have a, de a deadline. Exactly. And great. The, the deadline is very important. It's a yeah, great, really great point. I mean, you pay for it, you have a deadline. I mean, it's a good motivation for you to mm -hmm. really do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. All right, so how many hours are you working now? Uh, between two and four hours a day. Wow. My, the agreement that I have right now is during the day, my wife plans our entire lifestyle. So she'll make the plans for going out to restaurants, going sightseeing, mm -hmm. uh, doing crazy things. Like the skydiving was her idea. Oh, really? Which is really funny. <laughs> um, so she makes these, these, these fun activities for us. And then when we come back to the hotel at night, mm -hmm. that's my work time. And typically that's going to be somewhere between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. And you don't have much time to work at that time, so it's almost like it forces you. Because I don't mm. want to stay up until two p two a.m. in the morning working. Exactly. So two to four hours, maybe. Sometimes not even at all. So yeah, you have these activities, and you it only leave you like three hours a day to mm -hmm. work, and it forces you to really focus on what is important. Mm -hmm. It's like mandatory. If you don't do that, you're just screwed, right? That's so important, focusing. Yeah. Because what I realized is I I was spending so much time on things like research, coming up with other ideas, and by, by shutting off my email series and sending all my emails to different folders, mm -hmm. I was eliminating all the clutter and all the noise that was going on, like all the interactions, people were trying to get me to buy this or buy that. Mm -hmm. So I eliminated all that stuff, so I stopped looking at those webinars and stopped looking at other people's material, and I only focused on the stuff that was most important, the things that I committed to working on learning. And by doing that, you know, I, had this, I had a void. Hmm. So I had this time to really start thinking. And I think not, not enough entrepreneurs sit down and really think about their business. That's true. And I think between 30 minutes and 90 minutes a day, you should just have quiet time and think about where you're going with your business. Because if you don't take the time to do that, you're flying a ship and you don't have a map. Because exactly. you're the person that's actually at the rudder. You're steering the ship. You don't know where you're going. And with so many distractions going on, I was never able to think about those things. So I started relying on my team more to do little parts of my business. And in doing so, I became more focused on what was the most important thing. So the first step was find the thing that made me the most money. 
-hmm. right? It was in my so unique you did a, a 2080 analysis of your company. Yeah, in a way. And yeah. I didn't do it as scientifically as that, but yeah. exactly. What was the thing that made me the most money that I love to do? Because mm -hmm. it's not just about, you know, having a job that just pays you because you might hate law, but exactly. you might be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the lifestyle <laughs> we're trying to live. We want to be able to enjoy what we were doing. Yeah, so I'm doing what is exactly our passion. Yeah. So yeah. I found that unique ability of mine. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to make sure that I focused. And I lived in that unique ability as much as I possibly could. So I just focused on doing those things and then scaling my business up. So I created automatic and evergreen sequences. So mm -hmm. I could once I did the work once, I could turn around and have that broadcast again and again and again, and I didn't have to worry about um, doing that live. So like the last four days, I had two evergreen sequences running. Mm -hmm. I haven't checked the stats yet. I don't, they won't be finished until Saturday, okay. which is a couple days from now. Um, but they've each done you know five figures each. So while I'm at this event, which we're hanging out at right now, it's really like almost completely a passive income, right? Exactly. Just click on run and uh, exactly. And yeah. the great thing about it is the things that I'm selling to people, mm -hmm. which is good information, it helps people because it's transformation uh, type material. That's the stuff that they get a, a great value out of and my value is I get to live the lifestyle that I want mm. so instead of saying okay how am I going to make enough money to pay for you know hotel rooms and air travel and, and rental cars let's see what can I give a value to my people so that they can help me support this lifestyle mm. and I can give this back to them because mm. at some point this creates a story that's a motivational experience for them it's basically look I can do it if I can do it you can do it exactly you know? I don't have. I never have a college degree in marketing. I've only studied things online, buying courses from people, and and checking out blogs and, and those types of things. Learning. Um, I'm a drummer. Most people oh, really? have lots of dr jokes about drummers not being quite the smartest people in the world. <laughs> but so if a drummer can do this, then anyone can do it, right? So that was the idea. I wanted to just say, look, you can do this, and I can't. I can't, in honesty and integrity, tell people to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Sure. So that's what made that, that shift to say, I have to do this. It's not even a matter of, do I want to do this? It's a matter of, I have to do this at this point. Not only from a personal standpoint, but just from an educational standpoint, to live in integrity with the message that I was giving people. So you got rid of a lot of stuff, right? Yes. So like what? Emails? You dropped some products that were not really selling. Yeah, yeah. I shut down a couple magazines because one of my businesses is actually physical and digital magazines. So I shut down a few magazines. Um, I eliminated the people on my staff that were time suckers. They just drained time out of work. They weren't really completing projects on time. So I got rid of those folks. And I focused on the core of what's going to take us to this next level. Who can I actually count on and trust? And that process takes a little time to really mm. develop. And it's quite frustrating. Yeah. But you have to ask the right questions to get the team that's really going to be supportive of you. If you don't ask the right questions, you're basically setting yourself up for uh, failure and it's then your own fault if you hire the wrong people. And so, what about the revenue? Did it like, was oh. it divided by two or? Yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Normally I would think that I just needed enough to sustain myself. Yes. But by focusing on my unique ability and doing the things that generated the most money that I had control of, the stuff that I loved, my revenue actually doubled by working less. Double. Which was a by shock working to me, less. By working That's less. So impressive. So I, it doubled the revenue by working one quarter of the time, and maybe even one tenth of the time that I so used to work. So you multiplied by eight yes. what you earn in an hour. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, man. Right. Wow. Tim Ferriss says that uh, most people can multiply their output by ten, and mm -hmm. you almost did it. I mean, yeah. When you hear this for the first time, you say, "Bullshit! It's not possible." But I mean, there are a lot of examples of people that did that because, yeah. And wow. I used to think the same thing. I'd watch videos similar to this. I'd see someone shoot a video, whether it be on a YouTube channel or on someone's website trying to sell something. And I would say, oh, you know, 
they must have been paid. They're actors. It's not real. Yeah. But until you get to experience it, it's just, all you need is that taste. This, the moment that you start making any money online is the moment when everything changes. Mm. The next step, it will snowball and just start growing. Yeah. As long as you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll get to that point. But you have to change what you're doing right now because if you're not getting the results that you want in your life right now, you have to change. You can't expect to keep doing the same thing you're doing in life exactly. and get a different result. Yeah. That's insanity. Exactly. Yeah, A lot of people want something else in life, but they are doing the same thing since 20 years. <laughs> they wonder why nothing changes. That's crazy, right. right? But yeah, I mean, we are humans. Um, I mean, it, it took you seven years to realize that you didn't have what you wanted, right? I mean, it's normal. Sometimes we just, you know, like not thinking, you know, habits. And that's perfectly okay. We are not perfect. But one day you have this realization and you have to act on it. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps this one realization can come from this interview. If you are still watching, I, I, I think it's because you're interested, right? And uh, like George said, a lot of people are watching this interview, this video, say, oh, it's great, but is it real? Will it work for me? And I mean, you have to test it. You have to to believe, what, to, to, to uh, uh, take the risk to fail because you believe in something instead of going, oh yeah, pff, we'll see another day and another day is never, right? Right, so, the procrastination, procrastination is a horrible thing because it's so easy to fall in that comfort zone of, I'll do it tomorrow, or the next time, I just don't have time right now. Excuses are, there's dozens of excuses you can come up for any single issue. The thing that you need to do is eliminate those excuses from your life and step up to a point where you're like, this is what I really want, and I'm willing to take that risk. The risk is, I think, what people are most scared of these days. What if I fail? Mm. What if it doesn't work out the way I plan on working it out? You know, and you have to get past that. Because if you never get past that, you're never going to improve your lifestyle or your wealth or whatever the motivation is. Some people it's wealth, some people it's lifestyle, some people it's spending more time with their family. Some people they want to have more experiences like skydiving or hang gliding or floating in space, whatever that might be. <laughs> uh, going back to school even is an experience. And I realized also, I've done this many times in my life. It's, it's a pattern, I know, at least for me, I noticed it was a pattern, but for seven years I forgot that pattern. I forgot to take that risk. Wow. You know, I moved um, from Ohio, which I, where I was originally born. I moved to college in, in Boston, Massachusetts, with no money. Mm -hmm. You know, I was going to go for one semester. Yeah. And I went there and said, I, I know nobody in Boston, big city. Mm -hmm. I've come from a small town. Yeah. And I said, I have to make this. This is my dream. Mm. And I ended up staying for almost four years. Mm -hmm. I never completed uh, really? the, yeah. the course because I realized that I was becoming um, the city type, so yeah. to speak, which yeah. for my character, I just like to be more friendly. I noticed when I was walking down the street, I wouldn't look anyone in the eye. Uh, I was yeah. not as passionate. It was making you more hard. Yeah, it was, it was hardening. It, that yeah, was a, that's yeah, a great yeah. analogy. It was like hardening me. A lot of big cities, I mean. Yes. And once I realized that, that mm. same shift came into play and I said, I have to stop this. Mm. I'm not the person that I want to become. So I decided to pack all my stuff up, you know, again, mm -hmm. and I moved back to Ohio for a couple months just to see my family. And then I moved straight to California. I had $100 in my pocket and I had one month's rent. And I moved to a place on the West Coast, which was three times as far away from the place I'd just gone from. And uh, I did it all again. I started completely over at that point. Wow. So, and this was the next step for me, which was making this, def this different shift in my life. Now that I've been able to actually experience a certain amount of success and I had that confidence, because I would have never been able to do what I'm doing right now without having at least a little bit of confidence mm -hmm. in my own abilities. So very interesting. So I hope this video will be like an invitation for you to do a really reality check. So do you have what you really want in life now? If you have an internet business, do you have the possibility of 
doing what George did. I mean, really focus on what is important and working less because I know a lot of people start working so much, so yeah. much. And I mean, it's not only one story about that of people that decided to focus on what is really important and made more money by working less because we are often our own uh, enemy about mm -hmm. that. You have to protect your company from yourself. So do you have like a last tip for people that want to act now? What, what will be the first thing to do? First, the first step that I advise people is yes. if you take just 10 minutes even and you write down what if you won the lottery today okay, and you didn't have to work again another day in your life what would be the things that you did after mm. you got off the couch and stopped watching TV for a while? <laughs> most people would say, well, I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. <laughs> Once You have to fill your day with something. So what are the five things that you would do? Mm. And then from those five things, because those are your passions, yes. they're the activities that you enjoy. Mm. Pick the things that you would enjoy the most and start living those right now. And that includes not just making them into a business or an idea for a business, but turning them into something that you actually can engage in on a regular basis. And those five activities will be the start of tens uh, thousands of different things that you can end up doing. But it all takes just sitting down and visualizing for yourself, what is my perfect day? What would I like to be doing each day? And, and really map it out. Like sit down with a piece of paper and just say, when I get up, what time would it be that I get up in the morning? Mm. You know, after that, what would I eat for breakfast? Who would I eat breakfast with? What temperature is it outside? What location am I in at that so particular every time? Every detail you can every think detail. about. Be as absolutely detailed as possible. Your I, perfect day. Exactly. Mm. I believe until you put that on paper and you put this out into the universe, it can never come back to you mm. because it's all energy. Our thoughts are energy. Everything that comes into our, our possession and everything that we let go of is energy. So you should let go of the things that hold you back you know, and try to embrace and bring to you, attract to you the things that you want in your life. So I'd say that's the first step you know, in, in making a shift. Well, 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 my intelligent rebels. Thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.